Welcome to Bloody Bay, an eclectic full-contact theater audio drama series written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea. Please like, follow, subscribe, or drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Successful mystery author Florence Gardner is facing both a potentially ruinous divorce from husband and former actor Lee Millville and slumping sales. Desperate for inspiration, she heads to Bloody Bay, the small Maine town whose record of murders makes New York look like Branson. But it seems the town's main export has dried up, so Florence devises a plan that'll really knock them dead. And now, Bloody Bay. Magnolia? Any mail for me? Any mail today? Uh, come on, it's bad enough you won't deliver to the B&B. This bag is too heavy for my weak little arms. Oi! Earth to you, Magnolia! <gasps> oh, <laughs> Beverly, hi! How can I help you? Uh, you can snap out of that. You caught me in a bit of a daydream, that's all. You ain't a big daydreamer, Bev. Ever dream of the ideal husband? Only one thing that gets me daydreaming like that, and it ain't husband. <laughs> How can I help you, Beverly? Why do you think I'm here? Mail? And they say you're not a smart cookie. I hope no one describes me as a cookie. I lost 15 pounds. Okay, so? Yes, here you go. Lots for Mr. Lee Millville. The whole world must know he's here. Uh-huh. I hope no one bothers him too much. I mean, please do tell him that if he needs a hideout, he's more than welcome to come here. I think his room in the B&B will suffice. Okay, well, you tell him that I kept these here all safe for him, won't you? Um, okay. Say Magnolia kept them especially just for him. You're being odd. I am not. It is the duty of a postmistress, as you well know. To of course, honey, I will. Don't worry about it. Florence! Uh, Florence! Good Lord, what? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry he shouted yesterday, but what do you expect? He has no manners. I'm divorcing him. What more do you want? I need to tell you something. Well, go on. Oh, no, I can't tell you. Seriously? Well, I, I don't know for sure. Oh, my God, just spit it out. Lee and Magnolia are having an affair. What? 
I, I walked into the post office. She told you she was sleeping with Lee. Oh, God, no. I'd never be so unsubtle. Right. She was just mooning over something when I walked in, and I thought, well, that's kind of odd. But then she started obsessing over Lee's whereabouts and whether he was okay. Well, she is a pretty caring person, Bev. She asked me to make sure he knew that she looked after his mail properly. What? She was real intent on it. She works in a post office. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything. She just wants to make a good impression. You know how she gets. I'm warning you. stop it. (laughs) Anyway, as if I'd care... I need to go and find... I knew it. You know nothing. I need to go and find Père Laurence, because he said that he would teach me French, so that I could go and get myself a French man. So, yeah. The priest? Yes. He said that? Yes. The... Catholic priest who I'm I mean really doesn't go for sex out of wedlock yes why he said he would teach you French so that you can go and find yourself a French man I've always wanted to live in Paris right right well don't say I didn't warn you about little miss anything shawnee she's got eyes for your man which one Lee I'm joking. There is only one, well, was only one. You know what I mean. Uh Uh-huh. Quick. Did anyone see you coming? Bump into anyone en route. Oh, Bev gave me some nonsense, but I got away with it. Told her Père Laurence was teaching me French. (laughs) Hi. Aren't you going to kiss me? Hmm. Hey, are you talking about our Père Laurence? The one who won't even speak about you, let alone to you, after what you pulled at Barry's funeral? Yes, that one. Sure. So, you asked me here for a reason, Dr. Spencer. Shall we go upstairs? Drink? It's 9 a.m. So? All right. I could use one for about to... What? No, nothing. (laughs) I have no idea where I was going with that. I was just thinking about what you were saying about redemption the other day. That wasn't me. What do you mean? I'm more revenge than redemption, you know. Of course you are. Barry? It must have been. I haven't thought about her in so long. She died last week. Exactly. And you're both blending into one. Thanks. Uh, When she woke up, she was... Have another. Sure. You're bound to feel guilt over your wife's death and your mourning period, no matter how long it lasts. It's completely normal, and you shouldn't worry about it. That's very kind of you to say. I have my moments. 
So, tell me more about what happened the first time. And she came back. What? No, I'm helping you process. Okay. So, let's get our facts straight. I don't know if I'm ready. Let's have another drink. Let's start from the beginning. What was your marriage like before the incident? Not great. We fought a lot. What did you fight about? I don't know if I'm feeling comfortable. It's okay. You can talk to me about anything. She had a problem with spending. Shopping. All those beautiful dresses. Yes. She was always spending so much money on clothes, and I, well, I had a problem with drinking. Another? Which is ridiculous. I can handle my liquor better than anyone. Case and point. Exactly. So you were having a fight on that night? Yes. I stormed out of the room. Oh. All right. But I heard a scream, a cry out. So I ran back in. And did you see them? Anyone? No, I wasn't thinking. I was staring at my wife's body on the ground below. Okay, no, that's all right. The thing that I can't get my head around, though... What? It's just, how did they climb up? You want me to put my mind into that of a murderer? We can do it together. It's not that hard. God knows I've spent my whole career doing it. Well, I haven't, and I don't intend to. Do you think they'll strike again? I don't know. Or do you think it was a suicide? I don't know. Do you think it could have been one person or a whole group? Do do you know if she had any enemies? Uh, This is all way too much. You must remember something, some sort of sign that something wasn't right. If I know anything, it's that a murder doesn't come from nowhere. No. And it just seems weird that Clinton didn't ask you any of this. Clinton knows it wasn't a murder. But how can he be sure? Because he is. That doesn't make any sense, though. I'm also not a police detective. No. And neither are you. I I think I've had enough of this. What? This game of yours. I was only trying to help. I think you should leave. Uh, You don't want to go upstairs? No, I want you to leave. Now. Why are you being like this? I'm not being like anything, Florence. You need to leave now, though, or else I'll get... You'll get what? Nothing. Uh, I've just had enough. It's too much too soon. Please, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Great. I'll walk you to the door. Well, maybe we can go for dinner tomorrow or something. Talk about this some more. Uh, Another time. (laughs) Well, that was rude. Something's up. I know it. It just doesn't all piece together. Where's my notebook? I'm going to write this down. Okay. If he was out of the room, how does he claim to know anything at all? And no one is being clear about whether it was a suicide or a murder or an accident or all of this uncertainty. It's, well, 
It's fantastic for my book, but... Uh, Florence. Oh, for God's sake. What are you doing outside of Dennis's house? Um, walking by. Am I not allowed to walk anymore? I assumed you'd be off with your new toy thing. As if you could ever comment about anyone having a toy thing. See, well, that just doesn't work when it comes from you, Lee. You are the young person in this. <laughs> you know, it's not even funny when you make yourself the derogatory. That's okay. There's plenty of other people saying it behind your back. It's just so typical of you. What, my love? To be sleeping with someone else and then make it my problem. Someone else? As far as I'm aware, we're not married anymore, Florence. Oh, you know what I mean. Are you jealous? Oh, yes, Lee, that's what I am. I'm jealous of you and Magnolia Devons. <laughs> well done. You caught me. I don't want to divorce you. Please take me back. <laughs> Funny. I have to go. I have a lead. Do you actually, or are you making it up? Mm, somewhere in between. But this time, I know. Just be careful, Florence. You don't want a repeat of last time. Why are you being nice, looking out for me now? Because I care about you, whether we're getting a divorce or not. Really? Of course, and I know full well that whatever I say, you'll do the opposite, which means that if I say that, you won't hold back, which means you'll end up in prison and I'll get your money whether you like it or not. Oh, bugger off. Uh, oh, and by the way, I'm not sleeping with Magnolia Devons. You don't need to worry, honey. Good for you. You're the only one for me. I'm your muse, remember? So, when we leave, baby girl? I don't know. Well, how about tomorrow? I can't just leave. Not just like that. I have Florence to look after. And Lee. And Magnolia. And Dennis. And what about poor Clinton? No one's going to be there for him if I go. Now, you've been telling me you hate all these people within an inch of your life. All you do is complain about them. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what family is, isn't it? Well, if that's family, then I can't wait for y'all to be part of mine. Yeah! <laughs> okay, calm down. We really need to work on that screeching of yours. Oh, I don't want to keep my excitement in, baby. I want to let the whole world know that this man right here, this man is in love. <laughs> okay, uh all right. God, I have to put up with that for the rest of time? Better make it worth my while. I need to lay down the law. What you mean? I need you to commit to me right here that you will abide to a set of rules that I'm going to lay down for our marriage. What? Because I don't want you doing nothing that's going to make me unhappy. Nothing? I'll fax you the list tomorrow. I don't have a fax machine. I wasn't born a hundred years ago. Fine. I'll give it to you. 
just wait for me. Bev, I was sleeping off a bit of a hangover. In the middle of the day? Yes. I'm human. Sometimes I do stupid things. What do you want? Something's going on at the Spencer household. What? Dennis has locked himself in his room. He's such a baby. He's only asking for you. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, moi? Why me? He's drunk. Will you just get down there? Well, I mean, if no one else will go, I guess I will. Dennis, it's me. What are you doing? How do I know it's you? I want to see only Florence. Uh, because I'm talking to you right now? I know that. But how do I know it's only you? I want to be alone with you. Oh, good grief. He can't save me now. Just come out. <sighs> only if you're alone. I am alone. How can I be sure? Because no one else cares about your tantrum. Tough love. That's what I need. Now I know it's you, Florence, my love. Come in. What are you doing? Oh, you know. Uh, what does anyone do in a bathroom? <laughs> You're drunk. Yes, I haven't stopped. Wow. I'm going out of my mind. With what? I have to tell someone. Tell someone what? You need to go to sleep. I feel like it's bursting out of me. Are you going to be sick? It's about Barry. No. I have to tell someone. Not like this. No, it, it doesn't end like this. Dennis, don't say what I think you're going to say. I... No, you don't have to do this, Dennis. It's fine. You want tough love? I'll give you some. Uh, but I did it. Stop talking, you're ruining my novel. What? I'm sorry, it's just that I... I'll ruin the end of your novel? No. What, some big revelation won't do well as the twist? It's not that. It's not that? Then what is it? Dennis, I... You what? Were with me this whole time so that you could be close to my wife's death? Hoping that it was a murder? I just felt it in my bones that it was going to be something more than the police reported it to be. Well, Clinton Devins is never going to catch anyone, is he? Oh, my God. I know. Uh, what am I supposed to do? How did you do it? I hit her over the head three times with my favorite telescope and then threw her out of the window. The first time. Right. And the second? Just pushed her. I think the first one was, I don't know. Oh, all right. 
You know when you can't open a jar and you twist and you twist and you twist and then someone else comes along and can just open it easily? Yes, I get the picture. <sighs> you seem calmer. Let it off my chest. So you did do it. You killed your wife. Yes, I just said. I hit her over the head three times with a telescope, my favorite one. Oh, and then I threw her out of the window. Yes, thank you. That's great. But, you know. Yes, but she didn't die. Yes. And then she came out of the coma she was. It was ridiculous, but she was everything that I wanted in a wife. It doesn't sound ridiculous. She had changed quite considerably. But then you came along. And you started asking her all these questions, trying to help her memory, and... Oh, God, she started coming back to you, didn't she? She started remembering what had happened. So... So I didn't have a choice. She was screaming. It was you. She was screaming, yes. So I had to throw her out of the window again. Reasonable response. You're not scared of me. No. <laughs> I think when you spend your lifetime hunting murderers, it really doesn't shock you when one comes along. They're just like you and me, really. Well, I am one, so it's not really like you and me. Yes, of course. Sorry. You make me sound like a celebrity. Well, you will be one. You're still going to write about me? I have an idea. What's that? How do you feel right now? What do you mean? How do you feel right now? What are you feeling? Calm, I think. Yeah. Relieved. Great. And that's just from telling me. Where are you going with this? How about you don't hand yourself in? I couldn't. I haven't felt this sane in weeks. Do it for me, Dennis. Let's... Play out the twist a little. You can join in. We can lead people down some paths, you know, give them a really good story. I don't know. We can keep having sex. Yes. Okay. I'm in. Perfect. And you know what? In a couple of weeks, once we've had our fun, if you still feel like you want to hand yourself in, you can. A final few weeks of freedom. That does sound awful nice. So, it's a deal? Yeah, it's a deal. Thank you for listening to Bloody Bay, written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea, directed by Callie Wills, and starring the voice talents of Jean-Marie Kuhn, Luis Bermudez, Forrest Manico, Ailey Lassane, Christopher Kay, Robert Kuhn, Jessica Lauren Fisher, and Rochelle Prue. Sound design by Daniel Houle. We'd like to thank everyone who supported Bloody Bay on Kickstarter, including Tyler Gilbert, Jay Zander Kittenoa, Jesse Casanova, Kat McKay, Donaldson Cardenas, Joey Johnson, and Ella Watts. 
Your support through this lockdown has made it possible to bring these stories to life. If you want to support Bloody Bay directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash bloody dash bay. Experience Bloody Bay like a local by signing up at Patreon at patreon.com slash EFCT, where your monthly pledge gets you exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content and merchandise. Are you scared of commitment? We understand. Head over to buymeacoffee.com slash EFCT, where you can make a one-time donation, no strings attached. Your donations and support help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.